That's Channel 4 here in town. He's a sports anchor, sports anchor not Chris Harris. By the way, I looked. He played for the Saints. Played for the Saints last year, huh? Yeah. Okay. Played for the Saints. Chris right. Harris. I don't know if Chris Harris knows Chris Harris, who's been in the league for a long time. Um, I doubt it, but maybe he does. Chris, what's going on? <laughs> uh, just living, man. How you doing? Do you know Chris Harris, the, the current player in the league? I wish. Yeah. We need to be introduced. <laughs> yeah. Be a good contact, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. What did you make of the news that came out about Rand Carthen yesterday being the next GM of the Titans? I'm just curious to see how it all works out, right? Like, as with any hire, like, you read, you know what you read, and you see nothing but positives about this guy, and he's an up-and-comer, and clearly has worked in a great organization that has brought in a lot of good talent over the last few years, so that's that's a, 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 can only be positive, right? Well, we're about to find out. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're about to find out because this team has got a lot of work, and I'm sure Rand has, you know, he knows what he's signing up for, at least... We all hope so, because this team has been left quite a bit of a mess, if we're just being honest. John Robinson has not left it in uh, good cap shape. In fact, it's in bad cap shape. And there's going to have to be a lot of tough decisions made on players, maybe that we've been talking about for many seasons in this market. Where do you think he's going to start, I guess, carving the turkey, if we're using a Thanksgiving reference? When it yeah, comes to the salary cap. Yeah, that's a, as good a reference to use as any. I, the first thing, like, I would just <laughs> love to be a fly on the wall for all of these interviews um, with Amy and the brass when this guy comes in, whoever it is, Rand or any of them, come in and say, all right, here's how you fix this. Because I just I want to know from the outside perspective what they see as the solution to the issues. Um, and so as far as what Rand sees, I, I'm just, I'm curious as heck to find out. Uh, and when we talk to him, that'll be the, the questions we ask him. I mean, obviously the quarterback situation with the salary situation is, is a huge thing. And then protecting the quarterback, those five guys up in front, like, it's not out of the realm of possibility that like four of those five guys are completely different next year, right? Yeah. So yeah, like, yeah. I think th- those are the two, two biggest things in addition to the, the high priced, uh, salary guys to get the cap down. So th- those those are the things that you see right off the top. All right, let's play the off-season game. Let's start at left tackle. Is Lawan back? I would think not. Yeah. Okay. I would think not. E- even you know, I've heard that people talk about reduced salary and what he come yeah. back. Well, I mean that's great and all, but how healthy has he been in the last couple of years? So even if you cut his salary, what are you getting? And you and you got to have. Here's where they are with him. Even if even if. They, they were able to work out all the financials at a much reduced rate, and he actually wanted to do that. You, you're gonna, like you just said, you're gonna trust that. So that means you have to have a backup plan sure. at left tackle, one that you could depend on, right. possibly playing a good portion of the season. So you're right. essentially paying for two guys, right? And I know you got to have backups at every, but you know what I mean. Like you can't mm-hmm. when he misses. You know, unfortunately, sometimes it's for usually bulk of the season. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's never never a short time, that's for sure. It's never week so, yeah, 17, is it? No, no. <laughs> Fixing the offensive line to me is, is paramount, even more so than what they're going to do with the quarterback. Just because no matter, no matter who's back there, if they can't have time, any time to throw, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Dennis Daly, right? He's gone, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Okay. Um so I'm curious now, Dylan Radens, mm. 
I know he's on a rookie contract. He's a second-round pick. Are they just going to keep him around me? Let me just ask you this this question about him. Is he good enough? Man, that's a really good question <laughs> and something I don't think that we've even figured out, like if he can be a serviceable serviceable backup or, or what. And I think that's another big question. You know, the Titans have an offensive line coach opening too. So yes. what, what, what direction do they go there and what does that guy see? Yeah. Because not every offensive line coach is created equal, so they're going to see talent differently. Ben Jones, is he back for another tour of duty? I, at this point, would assume not. Like, you're talking about a guy who'd never missed any games, and then he gets two concussions in the same year, plus plus his age, plus his contract situation. I, I would assume not, but we'll see. I mean, he's been the heart and soul of the offensive line for years now, and obviously Mike Vrabel and everybody on the team loves him. He's been such a glue guy, but I just, I, I, I'm real curious to see. I, my, my first thought was, I, I assume he won't be back. I'm with you. I, I, it just feels like that may be it. Yeah. That I mean, you don't mess it. with concussions, man. Multiple, multiple ones, especially no. when you've never had them before no. at that age. Right. And that's, that's the point. All right. At that age. Yeah. That's, and, you know, just, and it seems like, like you said, a guy who's always been reliable. And it happens twice in a season. It's like, ugh, yeah. not good. Um, well, with that being said, then, they currently have the 11th pick in the draft. They have so many needs. Yeah. Do they dare go down the offensive line rabbit hole again, or is it quarterback? <laughs> I mean, where, where do they begin to try to you know get one of these first-round picks that's actually going to contribute and stick around and be here for a long time. Like, they need yeah. another Jeffrey Simmons first-round pick. No, you're absolutely right about that. They need they need a home-run first-round pick because this team has not had one uh, since Jeffrey Simmons, right? So, I mean, that's, that's, that's absolutely what they need. It'll be fascinating to see by the time we actually get to the draft, so much will have changed, right? There's going to be so many – salary cap changes and roster movements between now and then, and then with free agency, whatever Rand and, and Mike decide to do there, like I think the team will look, could look drastically different by the time we even get to the draft. So that it will dictate exactly what they do with the draft, the decisions they make between now and then. You're out there a lot. You're around for these Mike Rabel press conferences. Mm-hmm. So you have a chance to sit there and read his body language, and you know Mike's good days and – his bad days, and certainly he's had a good, healthy dose of both when it yeah. comes to dealing with the media at the podium. Where where do you think he is in all of this? Because uh, let me let me just tell you, let me just give you a little bit more on this. Like they're dangerously close, and they're getting a new guy in a GM. And I'm not saying this is the case, but they're getting dangerously close because of some. Salary cap issues that I've already brought up and some picks that have been horrible. Like, th- this thing may sink for a bit. And now, by the way, with, you know, you've already, you've decided that it was the GM's fault, not your fault. You decided that it was assistant coach's fault, not your fault. Well, you know, eventually, like, it's, it's going to be all at the foot of the head coach. Like, where do you think he's at sitting here today? I, I, I mean, it's tough to, Try to extrapolate how an individual feels, but you like, can't I, get in Mike Vrabel's head. Come on, Chris. I mean, I would love to so many times because he's so open about that stuff. So many times, <laughs> <laughs> there, there are many times where he is somewhat transparent. Usually at the very, in fact, the very last press conference we had at the very end of the 
of the season, he was probably more more open and forthright than uh, than ever. Um, so that was that was refreshing. But uh, I, I would I would think that he feels like almost like a clean slate right now. You know, like you have a someone new coming in with new ideas. Let's attack this roster together. Figure out exactly what we what cuts we're going to make, what we need to replenish, and what we need to strengthen, and then just go from there. Because like seriously. The injury thing can't continue to be a league leader. Like, just mathematically, it's not possible, right? One would think. You wouldn't think, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it can't keep happening like this. Right. So, you and know, then just, just flu- you know, slough it off as, hey, you know, things happen in games. It's like, yeah, yeah. It keeps happening in your games, though, but it's not really that. Like, I, I heard, you know, he got asked that, and I know you were there, but. Justin and I have talked about this on the show. Like it's like, yeah, I know you have to say something, but at some point, if it's if we're doing it three years in a row, we're having the same discussion. Like at some point, you got to look in the mirror, right? Like you got to look in the yeah. mirror at all the people around you and their jobs and what's going on behind the scenes because it doesn't seem like this is working. Yeah, it's it's been something, and he did like in in the final press conference to wrap up the season, he did kind of touch on that and, and say that, you know, yeah, we're obviously you have to look into it. We've been looking into it. And I think, I don't know, at least the way that he's looking at it now, at least the way he seems uh, that he's looking at it now is the soft tissue personal maintenance stuff versus, versus the in-game, like, ankle-knee stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had no bones and made no bones in talking about, yeah, we got guys who are repeat offenders. And he even called them out by name with the soft tissue stuff. And he said, that's got to be some personal care stuff to get yourself ready to play um, and threw that on them. So, I mean, that that was kind of eye-opening. Um, but it's just – then it becomes a question of, well, how do you construct this roster then if you keep having repeat offenders? And then, you know, obviously in the last few years they've had a history of drafting guys who came in with medical issues too. And you wonder if that's going to change under the new leadership. I, I don't know. Well – we should look at the 49ers as an example to see how many guys they've drafted who have, you know, injury histories and that, sure. you know, that's uh, to do for another day. I wanted to ask you about uh, bringing in bringing in players that you are familiar with. When Coach Vrabel got into town, all of a sudden we started to see guys like Jonathan Joseph and Zach Cunningham and Steven Koskowski, and then you wonder what are all these guys having come. They all were played with or were coached by Mike Rabel at previous stops. It just happens. It happens all the time. We're bringing in a brand-new GM. I wonder how many players from the 49ers might end up in Titan Blue next year. I mean, there's always a possibility for anything, right? Like familiarity breeds confidence. Um, hmm. So that's, that could always always be a thing no matter where you go. But, you know, obviously at the end of the day, talent's talent. Wherever you find it, they're going to want it. Um, so I don't, I just, I, I, I'm so curious to see what Rand's first decisions are with, with this roster because there's so many moves that need to be made right off the bat. You know, those Trey Lance, uh, rumor mills have been flying, Chris, all over, <laughs> all over Twitter, man, because, you know, people are like, well, you know, he drafted Trey Lance. You know, it seems like they already have a good quarterback of the future there in San Francisco. Maybe they're done with Trey Lance. Why isn't Trey Lance just take his talents to Nashville uh, along with his new GM? It's, you know, people have got it all worked out online, all worked out. 
Oh, of course they do. Yeah, I just I, I don't really see that. Like, is that really an upgrade from what they have right now with Ryan Candy? I, I just I, I don't really understand why that would be a viable thing. Well, he's younger, you know. Oh, the potential growth, the ceiling. Okay, so let's <laughs> talk, <laughs> let's talk about uh, one thing I've noticed, Chris, and, and you. I don't know how much you've done this, but I know I have. Uh, one of the first things I did is try to. Here, because of what we do for a living is, you know, we talk to the coaches and players and executives. And I was just trying to get a feel for how this uh, gentleman may interact with the media. And through a fairly good search, wasn't able to find a whole lot of Rand Carthon talking with reporters uh, in San Francisco or in L.A. or in St. Louis or basically anywhere. Uh, As a guy who covers the team and is in the room... How important is the media interaction part of this? Like, do you need to hear from the GM? I, I You know, it, it certainly helps, obviously, if you do. But uh, how much availability do you think he, he's going to need to have here to have a good rapport? Oh, I mean, as, I think as, he'll make himself available when he needs to, I think. I mean, it's not a surprise that he hasn't done at least i have no idea i don't know what the scope of his uh you said you've done some research on that i don't i don't know how much he's interacted with like there's been no reason for him to like you know how many times we've spoken with ryan cowden when j-rob was here like yeah, maybe like, twice yeah, ever yeah so i, I just that that's not surprising at all um but i mean yeah he'll make himself available when he needs to like he's he's the face of the personnel um j-rob was very good about that um and so that's something that we appreciated, but not that's not necessarily or something that we absolutely expect. So I'm sure he'll be fine. From everything that I've read, he's you know personable guy and mm-hmm. loves talking ball and all that stuff. So I, I I just expect to see whatever happens happens. Yeah. Do you expect uh, Miss Miss Amy to make an appearance at this press conference whenever Absolutely. it happens? Yeah, has to. Have to. You think she oh, has to? So no, we all agree has to. But do you believe that she actually will? Oh yeah, because it's her choice. So yeah, ab- absolutely. Hmm. Well, it's her choice absolutely. to show John Robinson the door too, and we didn't hear. Yeah, but that's different from her. though. Like th- this is bringing in someone that hey, look everybody, we're going to parade this new guy yeah, in, and this true. is what we have, and it's our new shiny object. And so yeah, I. I if she's not there, I would be more shocked than I was the day that we found out John Robinson was fired. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, I hope That'd you're right. Interesting. Yeah, I hope you're right. And I wonder will she stay for questions because she's she's come before and then left like yeah. right after a statement and said, "Basically, like, opening." Yeah, statement I'm going to leave it then, to these guys yeah. and go Titans. I would. Yeah, I would assume that would be you know she comes up there and with with Rand and, and and Mike and you know she introduces. Here's a, here's our new guy and says some stuff. So yeah, I I, I expect her to be there absolutely. All right. Well, I'm just gonna remember what you said because <laughs> if she does it, man, I'll be like, let's find Chris Harris's face. Find Chris Harris out there on Channel Four. I'll make, I'll make Shock sure face. If not there. I'll, I'll take a picture of my face. Chris, appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on today. We'll talk to you down the road. Appreciate it, Chris. Yeah, anytime. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Chris Harris, Sports Anchor at WSMV Channel 4. We will absolutely remember that.